Now she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aisa. She's ready to go to the stars. This is the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. It's mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I Captain. And now, our host. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. This is Goth Bunny. Welcome to the TriTac Games Podcast. Your podcast of thinking you've got great things to do if you could just get out of this cupboard. You are fringe-born, Harry. <laughs> Welcome to the TriTac Games Podcast. This week we are talking about being a fringe-worthy explorer and finding yourself in the Harry Potter universe. Uh, we have Goth Bunny and uh, Professor Josie, who are going to school us in all things Harry Potterish. And uh, some of us have read the books, some of us have watched the movies, some of us have even been to the wiki. But uh, we're going to all be listening to the law as it is, uh, because Josie's been working on it. And we know when Josie gets something between her teeth, she's not going to let it go until... So we're all going to be potheads at the end of this. Potterheads. Potterheads. <laughs> Fringeworthy, a unique trait shared by so few, a gift or a curse, to those that can transit a portal accessing the extra-dimensional network, a pathway to a million million portals to a million million other worlds, worlds filled with terrible wonder or shocking beauty, populated by denizens other than human and motivated by their own values creation of a race so advanced the physical laws of the universe became not barriers to their own creative drives. Will you shoulder this burden and step onto the paths for your world? Adventure in the million million worlds of Fringeworthy. Fringeworthy is a role-playing game by TriTech Games. Available at TriTechGames.com Come explore the worlds of TriTech Games. Explore the worlds of Fringeworthy. Let's say Dumbledore and the four family heads, the house heads, right. were to say, okay, well, what can you do? And they would see him casting without a wand, but using, you know, mater- yeah, material components and wiggling his hand a certain way. That would be like, okay, hmm. what school did you go to to learn casting that way? And be like, oh, Bureau 13 Academy. <laughs> Or 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 some or some uh, or he comes from a family. Learn wherever he learned magic. Yeah, yeah. And so you have that, and they would realize, wait a minute, you learned from a book. You read and study spells. He probably pulls out his 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 tablet and opens up his book and said, "Yeah, here it is, right here." Yeah, here's the spell. And they would see it as a spell. They would see the magical notation. But remember, all arcane spellcasters on this world. It's inborn. You are born with the ability to cast magic, and here's this guy who studied. Otherwise, you they would realize this is a muggle that learned how to sp- cast magic. Now, I'm trying to remember. Did we say last time we talked about magic that on Bureau 13, anyone can do magic? It's just a matter of studying? Yeah. Or no, but not according to the books. According to the original rules, you had to have that something special. So it was well, it was by the D twenty rules because Fringeworthy D twenty is the last Fringeworthy game that we have updated. And the I'm, last and the last version of the Bureau thirteen as well. Yeah, so I'm going by your if you're doing D twenty modern, he has one or two levels of mage, which means he learned he studied. He studied. Yeah. Other than that. He is total muggle, yeah. which to Dumbledore and those four househeads would blow their minds. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, they still learn spells. Well, I mean, no, what everyone... the, the people do here on the Wizarding World, when they come to these schools, it's to learn to control the inborn magical energies so they're not spontaneously casting whenever they, you whenever know. Whenever they get too emotional. Right. They're learning to just keep that internal force under check. Here's right. somebody who can summon it up just by finger wiggling, using animal parts, and saying a few words. I can imagine some research thaumatrists when they go, okay, we want to say some things. That, well, I want to see where you're pulling this magic from. He would be... Okay, as I've said, and this is how I describe <laughs> magic use in my various campaigns. Magic, whether it's arcane or divine. And we determined, by the way, in the Harry Potter world, there are no divine spellcasters. You're not going to have clerics. You're not going to have druids. You're not going to have... Um, let's see, oracles. Matter of fact, the only three classes that are spellcasters, if you use the Pathfinder rules, which is the current OGL, sorcerer, alchemist, witch. No summoners, no inquisitors, no clerics, no druids, no oracles. Um, and no, if we're using the advanced you class guide, no arcanists, no blood ragers, none of them. It's those three classes I mentioned. Sorcerer, Witch, and... Just blanked. Sorcerer, Witch, Alchemist. Alchemist, yeah. So you have this wizard, somebody who studied magic and is learning to basically, when you use magic, you're hacking the matter, energy, space, time, universe to produce these results. You are sidestepping the laws of nature and physics to make these grandiose effects. It is. It's reality hacking, essentially. This person is just using, as of now, an unknown method of doing so. He learned it. He was not born with it. This would blow their damn minds. Yep. I mean, there are the equivalent of people who are, yeah, would fill the, the various niches of you know, what's his name who, who took care of all the animals. He'd be the closest thing to a druid. I Yeah, but they would still chalk it up as a sorcerer who just has mm -hmm. animal-themed spells. He yeah. has an affinity for animals. That's it. He'd still be a sorcerer. Right. Yeah. He might have the fade bloodline in him instead of the arcane. Yeah, like I said, there, right. there, there still are niches to be filled. Even right. though they may not actually actually have people who do these, per, you know, per se, there's still people who kind of fill these niches, you know, you know. I mean, you know. Go ahead, anyway, but here, here's the thing: having this person now in this world, and of course, they would automatically, as as they get to know these people, they would be wanting to tell the others about. Okay, we found this guy. Yeah, they came through the portal here near Hogwarts. We talked to them. Yeah. One of them's a sorcerer, but he learned it. He wasn't born. He was the... not. He is a muggle who learned how to do magic on one of the worlds he visited. They are extra dimensional travelers. They travel from Earth to Earth via paths connected to that platform that we oh, all by... saw. Oh, by the and way, the entire Wizarding World flips its lid. Yes, collectively. Yeah, and by the way, Slughorn tried to go through the portal thing. He was it was functional. He didn't go through. He would just walk right through empty space. Yeah. So they say there's something special. About that. I, you know, we'll talk to him and find out if there's anything like some sort of spell you have to cast to get through it. And then they find out. Oh no, we're fringeworthy. No, it's a quantum signature. Yeah, by by this time, middle campaign, they would have already determined it's a determined it's a quantum signature. And of course, yeah, say, and that, say that to a wizard. They'll go what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It's a special. It's something special about us. Okay, yeah. not it's knowing that there's still, someone behind them, someone behind them is busy doing various or oral or uh, scrying spells and various things. Trying, going, okay, what's special about these people? What's the same about all these people? They're all different, but what's the same? And they're, yeah. they're going to start looking to figure out what this fringe worthy is. Because if blow can, their minds again, pulling out a crystal key. Yeah. Because if they can determine what's the same about them. They can look for it in their own people. Or even learn to attune magically. Right. Yeah. Currently, that's not possible. The only thing, the only, the one thing they're looking at that might be possible is 
Well, no adult wizard is actually going to be able to do it because at least they haven't been able to replicate the same effect. Okay. It's the accidental, the accidental magic that a child exhibits, especially very young children, yeah. is often also termed as wish magic because it mm. repeats their desires. I want a cookie, a cookie appears in their hand. Yes. I want my doll off the top of that fridge because daddy took it away that I yes, was being rotten doll, the, and the doll floats down into their hands yes. telekinetically. Yeah. It's called it's often termed as wish magic because it reflects their desires. Right. A children's desires are are more pure in nature than an adults would be. Oh yeah, they're not gonna be they're not colored by their emotions or experiences or what they what they know of the world. They're very self-serving, but they're not... Well, I don't know. You might have they that are. one kid who got his butt kicked out in the schoolyard and all of a sudden that they, comes that up. That does and happen. I wouldn't want a five-year-old... I wouldn't want my five-year-old son getting hit with a magic missile because he beat up another kid and the kid got... <laughs> wanted vengeance that would not be cool um but yeah as they start talking you know that they're gonna have like some form of magical transmission letting be known okay we're finding out we're letting you know um, now and that is that's where an interesting thing comes in the patronus charm yeah it can be used to send messages okay there is no known range limit on said messages. Basically, as soon as, soon as they get back to Hogwarts, Dumbledore sends his Patronus out. Oh, yeah, because he'd want every, all of the schools to know, to, hey, we finally found somebody who came through one of these portals. Yeah. We're letting you all in know, basically, we're secretly to our visitors transmitting this live to all of you so you can all see what he, came he, through. He kind of mutters under his breath a bit, waves the wand, and the this his is a phoenix, so this silver phoenix flies out of his wand and just goes right through the nearest wall. Okay. So as the people of Hogwarts are talking to this Idet, and especially again the wizard, and they realize you learned how to cast spells. You were not born in this. No. I had to go through months and months of schooling and self-study. I'm I'm a novice. I've only been doing this now for maybe a year or so, and yeah, I know some basic spells. I know a few others. I can make like you know, he'd have like first level spells. Let's see, second level, yeah, he'd he'd still only have first level spells and cantrips. Right. So he could do things like mage armor, magic weapon. Um, I think arcane mark, magic missile, of course. Um, Arcane Mark's a cantrip. No, that's for. I think that's a first level. It is a cantrip. Arcane it is zero. Mark is a cantrip. Okay, I'm trying to think of other like mount, jump. Right. These are all first level spells. Yeah, they do incredible things. Big B's invisible serpent servant. Invisible was serpent. I think. I think that is first level. Yeah. 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 Big B. Floating disc might be first level. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He would be doing spells. Yeah, I'm wondering if he, he picks up... Well, first of all, the wand has to be attuned, so it's not like he could just pick up somebody else's wand and do that. I don't think wands are universal, right? They're all suited to the older... The wand takes the I wizard. The wand chooses the wizard. Yes, a wizard can use another's wand, see Neville Longbottom. Okay. But there is a... resistance involved. I wondered, would they have any loner wands? I don't think that exists, does it? <laughs> okay, could would um, Dumbledore hand a wand to the wind? Okay, try doing it this way. Cast your spell, but instead of wiggling your fingers and using animal parts, they wiggle their fingers. They just no, 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 the no. D and D instead of wand, the, the bureau. Um, wand. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, loner wands like that. No. They're not. Yeah, and also so I think okay. Would be... to to all, all right, so let me let me let me say this. 
Let's say they hand a wand to this ident wizard. Yeah, he can use the wand. He just doesn't get the plus five equipment bonus to spellcraft. So it would be basically D20 plus, well, two for caster level. And if he has the spell penetration right. and greater spell penetration, it'd be, okay, D20 plus six, and you want to cast Detect Magic again. Yeah. And okay, he'd that would be, he'd have to roll a four or higher on D20. And he would probably look like a, like a conductor of a, sim, of a symphony because he'd be using both hands. Well, right, he would because he's still trying to, <laughs> he's you know. still trying to, but. Right. He's using this new system of, of casting and they're, you know. You know, he's going to do his best. If he succeeds, yeah, fine. If not, well, then, okay, fine. He's going to go back to his old system. But yeah. still, as And that the, does make sense to have a wand that's not suited to that person not give that bonus. Right, yeah, it just stands to reason. You can use it, but you're not going to get the plus five bonus the unless bonus. it's attuned to you. Yeah, right. or rather you to it. Right. Okay, now, Josie and I went on this thought experiment, as I said, a couple weeks ago, and this is what kept us up till two in the morning talking <laughs> about this. Um, there, there would be various views and various factions in the wizarding world that Wait a minute. There is somebody who, first of all, they come from another dimension, a similar Earth, and they learn magic, and they are a muggle. What would mm -hmm. be the various views of various factions of oh, beings right. in this world? Kill him? That is actually one of the views I was going to get at. Yeah. And <laughs> who would be most likely to the have most the... most likely people to have the view of Kill him, get rid of him now. They would these would be the elite pure bloods, pure bloods such as Lucius Malfoy. Yes. They, this is a threat to our power base. Is, if any yes. muggle can learn to cast spells. This is a threat. He a is a Yes. They will say he is a threat to the safety of our world. Or how did Rodney Skinner say in LXG? I could lose the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah, they would yeah. lose as a threat and have to be eliminated immediately. Yes. Yeah. Kill this man, won't you? Yes, kill this man, won't you? Of course, no, then there'd be, there'd, be, there'd be the more saner head saying, oh, no, no, no. What we'll do is we'll send him out. We'll, we'll, basically, we'll exile him. We'll send him back to the portal and tell him, do not come back. That is also an alternative. They're also... <laughs> The, what, what they're was the, also the eccentric type, like Arthur Weasley. This is a muggle that learned magic? Cool! Okay, now, you also brought up a term, and first time she said I'm like, wait, what? The term squib. Ah, yes, squibs. They are, they are people born to magical parents, but they cannot use magic themselves. Prominent, yes. prominent example... Argus Filch. And he desperately tries with correspondence spells. Yeah, correspondence course. One of the course. other ways you can learn magic in the wizarding world besides going to one of the 11 schools. The, they have correspondence courses. Personally, I think the quick spell correspondence course is a sham to begin with. It's a scam. It's oh, a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> it's definitely a okay, scam. now these squibs who they know their parents are magical. But they cannot cast spells. They, it gets out there that somebody learned how to do magic. Oh, the squids would be all over them trying to they, figure out why. How did you do it? Yeah. The squibs. <laughs> Man, what they feed you, they must be feed you right. Well, yeah. At least the squibs that have a strong desire, like Filch, to learn for themselves. Yeah, As opposed I, to the squibs who have just given up and said, yeah. Like I'm, the one that was assigned to watch Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Arabella Fig. Yeah. You would yeah. get, you would get just, these, these, these squibs that would just be so, they would, they would be very enamored by this yes, person. they would. They'd be like. Teach us. And would, they would, they might get a little militant about him. Like, no, no, yeah. he's with us. Yeah. yeah. They, they, would. they will be this team's fiercest defenders. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I'm looking at, I love. Go ahead. Because they don't have magic, a lot of them turn to the Muggle world, and they 
they pick up anything they can. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at uh, the attitude of the purebloods. Uh, this is a lovely quote from Marvalo Gaunt. You disgusting little squib, you filthy little blood traitor. Yep. That is the attitude of most purebloods, yes. Yep. Oh. The Weasleys are thankfully an exception. Yes, <laughs> a relative of Voldemort. Uh, uh, yeah, I've seen the family tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. His grandfather. Great, yes, I know. Great grandfather is Salazar Slytherin. No, it's, it's pretty oh, farther back great, than great, that. Great. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. Okay, so we have squibs who would see this IDET-based wizard. This book, he he's got some of that there book learning. <laughs> teach As, me sensei. Te- teach me sensei. Sensei. Yes. Sensei. Yeah. Sensei. 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 I knew I I, I almost had it right. We've all taken martial arts, so. But the my, thing my is, otaku, my otaku badge is now hanging in shame. Yeah. Yeah, it's all on the floor. You might want to pick that up. Yeah. yeah. But the squibs <laughs> would hear about this guy, and he would become their champion. He'd become like, he would he would be like how Stephen Strange was the ancient one. Yeah. Teach me, you know, just <laughs> they would, and they would get rather militant about him because it would give them hope. Yes. Yeah. A whole new avenue to become part of the world that they were born into, yet outcast due to genetics. Yeah. Now, if he's barrel trained, he has the barrel spell book, which means he has all all the spells. He would have all the spells that he's capable of casting that he and, you know, so basically. He's capable of. Yeah. yeah, Basically, if you were a first level wizard. You would have all zero and all first level out of the core rulebook. The Bureau would just give that to you. Any other spells he would learn, mm-hmm. the Bureau trained Unite a Finger Wiggler, he would have to, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm acting as if I'm playing this character, and I would be like, well, yeah, I mean, I, the people that taught me, yeah, they gave me a full spell book, everything else I've learned through self-study. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've trained for weeks to be, you know, months to be a spellcaster. Mm-hmm. And they would see, you know, he's got a pretty full spell book because he would have every zero and first level spell from the core rule book, which a decent amount of spells. There's a lot more than you would get if you were just, you know, a normal D&D wizard. You get, let's see, all zero level and a number of first level spells equal to your intelligence mod. And don't forget, we have bureau researchers who basically came up probably with the Burlitz version of spell of spell casting. You know, it's it's even easier to learn because they've they've they actually worked it out. What's the most best way of learning how to cast a new spell? You know, it, 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 like I said, he studied for months. Most wizards studies study study for years. Oh no, there would be spell. enhanced mnemonic devices. And- yeah, right. Substitution substitutes for various spell components. Yes, you can use a pinch of pepper instead of instead of a ball of sulfur for a fireball. You know things like that. <laughs> well, you would also have things like he would have feats, probably like spell mastery. Where, well, first of all, for a D&D wizard, read magic is automatically memorized. Unless yep. you have amnesia, you will never forget read magic. Yep. Spell mastery allows you. A number of spells up to your intelligence mod that you also know from memory besides read magic. They would allow for every type of mnemonic device and spell master would be one of them. So you would have, as I said, the squibs, the pure bloods would want to kill him or banish him. The squibs would be, he would be their savior. Of course, you've got people that the various muggleborns, they it's a child of two worlds thing. Yeah. They are born to Muggle parents, but have the ability to use magic. And when they get their letter, they join the wizarding world for the yes. next several years. Yes. But they're still, they will always be child of two worlds. Well, this, well, the, the I did, but wizard kind of is also, he was born. He, yeah. Yes. He, they'll see him as similar to them. And, Well, 
don't protect him too because yeah. they themselves are discriminated against. Yeah. So you I think the only people that would really be out for them are the purebloods. Right. And basically anybody else that sees him as a th as a potential threat. Well, we figured that the Muggleborns and the Squibs wouldn't. They'd be like, no, you're cool. Right. You're a little different, but you're cool. It'd be those pure bloods, like the Malfoys be like, right. they, he needs to go. They, they range from kick him back through the portal to kill him now. Yeah. There's a few, like the Weasleys, that would be on his side because... Well, well you're always going to have an exception to the rule, there's yeah. There's exceptions to the rule, and... Well, what's not to say that there haven't... That better not be that thing going. No, it's... Uh, I found a page that actually has an unofficial Harry Potter, Harry Potter D20 rules. Oh! Okay! <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, oh, by the way, there is a specific location for Ilvermorning. Well, there is now. I did say these may not be their canonical final right. locations. Yeah. I already covered my bet on that one. All right, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to save this and look at it later. Thank you, John. Yeah, uh, according to the Reddit thread in this, it's basically because a certain author author doesn't want to well pollute her, her works. She already did that. Yeah, I know. All right, <laughs> so. Okay, oh, sure. so we have that. That pretty much would be if they were to come through one of the schools. Now we'll do this real quick here. You come through and you're on the Ilvermorny site. Oh yeah. While they're actively researching this portal, and all of a sudden here comes the windup. They see this and mechanical contraption with all these scientific tests. Stares at it. Yeah. <laughs> It does its various little clicky-clacky things, takes pictures, wind up, backs up, goes back through the portal. And they're getting pictures of people staring at it. And pulling out wands out of their robes and stuff. <laughs> so when the IDET comes through, and I'm, I'm really trying not to say IDET team because that's like pin number. It's redundant. IDET <laughs> is Interdimensional Exploration Team. The but United IDET steps through, and you've got 50 people in robes all pointing wands at you. Looking like they're, they're pretty much they're loaded for bear. For them, that is loaded for they bear. They would be pretty yeah. much, yeah, it would be red alert. The entire yeah. campus would be on lockdown. It, it would be, mm -hmm. it'd be, okay, you probably, okay, the, uh, let's say, let's go with this. Wind up comes through and there's the small class and the professor there doing active research. Yes. They all look at it. And uh, it, it it does its things. They're trying. They're examining. Click it. clack. Well, we're buzz back to the portal. Yes. Right. I mean, we did Obviously determine that. Back, it, 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 sorry, that there was a way for the for the for the wind up to actually stay longer than ten minutes by using a cable. The cable well, still yeah. coming through, and it throws the cable back because it's still fringe worthy. Therefore, once the cable finishes paying out, it gets pulled back automatically by by the by the portal. Yeah. Which means it could stay long enough to I don't know if it's still transiting. Would it? Would it? Would it? You know what? If it's still transiting, it can't become uh, electronics won't work because it's still basically in transit. All right. So, but this is after the the wind up gets brought the, back the, the and the idet comes through, knowing that there goes, are people on the other side. Yeah, the wind up goes back through. Would someone put a put like a rock on just to see what happened? Why would they? I don't know. I mean, you see something really bizarre. You're not going to mess with it. You're going to watch it, okay? Unless, of course, you're just somebody who does that sort of thing all the time anyways. Yeah, and these are research students anyway, so they probably wouldn't. No. Yeah, yeah. They probably would just watch it to see what it does. Now, when it goes back through. But the thing's taking time, pictures of them. And and by this time, the professor's already sent off his own message, so other professors are coming. Yeah, they see a little arm come out and try to get a sam soil sample, and finally it's hitting rock. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, as soon as it comes through that Ilvermorny site, 
it's going to be like, hi, how you doing? Yeah, we're sending the word out to all the other schools. Something has come through our portal. Mm-hmm. And, and the other school, I mean, Ilvermorny would be on red alert. All the rest would be on yellow alert. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the exits would be now warded, so nothing can get out. Hopefully. <laughs> well, let's say the the windup gets pulled back through. Yeah. And this IDED decides to come through, and they're facing fifty wands with a bunch of sorcerers all looking at them like, "Please do something. <laughs> we want you to." <laughs> Well, it depend. You know, that's the point. That's is the that is the thing because you have you know you have folks. They know there's magic, and they know they've been found out. There's nothing stopping them going. Are the other portals turned on? Yep. Let's go to one of the other ones. Yeah, I think at that point they would just. <laughs> yeah, I would think if if they knew they yeah, were walking they, to an were, active site, most like, idets would be like, "We're not going to go through here." Let's yeah. go. I think we've made our presence worn enough known with the yeah. wine. No, someone might throw a basically throw a, a message in a bottle through. Just say hi. We 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 are coming peace, but don't kill us if we come through. I mean, something you know. You know. I mean, I would definitely have the message in the bottle just so that we can you know. I can at least let them know they were peaceful, and I would then say we leave all the weapons behind. We're not sure what these folks can do. Yeah. Uh, how do you? How are you going to write in their language from the other side of the portal? Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. You wouldn't know. I guess you could use pictograms, I suppose. I mean, by this time, you could actually have a wax cylinder on the wind-up picking up sounds. And if they're speaking... a wax cylinder that comes through and mechanically says, well, of course, then you still have to know that they're you're, you're friendly. You have to know their language in order to say it. Yeah, yeah. But if but then you can rec- listen to the language that was, if they were talking because they'd be talking. Yeah, you, know, you hear languages that sounds like English. Yeah, and then you might go, "Good, yeah. Charlie, come over here. You're the English speaker. <laughs> Write yeah, something down." South, yeah, South Bend, Indiana. It's <laughs> that Indiana. Yeah, best yeah. in English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's I mean, a couple unnecessary R's there, but other than that, you know. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, of course, if there's no English speakers on the team, then yeah, you are kind of screwed at that point. Yeah. So, but I would think there'd be someone that that has it even as a second language. Right. They would be speaking it to be thick the accent. Pick, they, and of course, once they go through, boom, because, standard Midwestern English, anyways. Uh, because this kind of team will pick up. Yeah. They'll pick up languages as a matter of course. Yeah. It don't necessarily have to, so they don't necessarily have to rely on the portal again. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think I think we said if you stay in the world for a year, you can take the language at that point. It's not well, yeah, yours. that's immersion in the culture, John. Yeah, yeah. That's if I were to live a year in Germany, I know my well. First of all, I took three years. Granted, this was almost three nope. years ago. I took yeah. three years of high school German and three semesters in college. A few years later. Yeah. I'm sure if I were to spend a year in a German-speaking culture, my German three would be coming back. Yeah, but I'm saying though you would retain the fluency level. Yeah. You know, so three. You know, a year in Germany. I spent two years in Germany. You know, zwei Bier is bitter. It's about my German. Und <laughs> 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 eine große große Mac. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, so uh, Yeah, me, it'd be like, Entschuldigungen Sie bitte, ich freue mich, die Kennen zu lernen. You know, I mean, just, yeah, we know our bits of German, fine. But yeah. you go, you spend a year on a world, that's total immersion in the culture. You will yeah. pick up the language. You don't have a choice in the yeah. matter. In order to but, survive, you have to. Yeah, and considering but, the number of English speakers, they'll be on, uh, the, uh, looking at all the worlds, there'd be a large number of English speakers out there. So, yeah, yeah you would. But so, you, so, English yeah. would be, if you don't know English after being a fringe traveler, there's something wrong. Yeah, it's a, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll find out, and it would, in case the, I, I suppose the, the wind up having some sort of mechanical recording. Probably wax cylinder, yeah. Yeah, because you want to listen. You want to hear the sounds. The sounds are important too. If there's any locals, you're going to want to hear what they're saying. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, and that actually is one of your best ways of being able to hear what language they're speaking. Because if it's an alternate, there's a fair chance that it's a language that's known on Earth historically. Right. And and you don't have to immediately go through the portal. You could actually take it to some world where you could boot up your computer and run that through a, 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 a language analyzer and say, oh, look, they're speaking 15th century Gaelic. But right. let, let's say you come through and you got the finger wiggler on your team. And here's 50 wands getting pointed at you. Now, for him, he would think, okay, these are all going to be attack wands. These are, you know, he would treat, he wouldn't know about the different way of casting. He would think these are 50 wizards. <laughs> or okay. With, and the, since it's an enclosed area, they're not using fireballs. So they're well, using something that could be lightning, lightning bolts light- or magic missile or whatever. Anything. Yeah, they would realize they're severely outgunned, and it would just be hands up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Since they would re- the magic user would go, we are probably going to get blown apart. We might want to be real nice on this one. Yeah. Send the slark through. Find out they're friendly. Anything. Wow. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> that is so rife with 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 misfortune because yeah. it's 50 50 Something he runs back to the portal uh, <laughs> uh, yeah send through the slark they're gonna see it Ooh, magical creature yep <laughs> and then he defecates and then whittles himself right there and slards <laughs> You, you do realize that there's a pretty good chance that you send the slarg through and like a rabbit comes back, right? Yeah, baleful polymorph, which means it's stuck as a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just see, yeah, slargs are not known for diplomacy. Yeah, that may not be the best idea. Yeah. Now, do you have a blizzniz on the team? He comes through and starts blissing them. Yeah, because they got that natural empathy. What? What are you face palming over there for? When are you talking about, Colin? Yeah. Don't hurt us. We're friendly. I'm getting beat with a pillow here. <laughs> I just enjoy the show. Well, what? Make me freak out by Throw shade at me. <laughs> well, no. Having a blizzness do that, yeah, that would be... Oh no! Any psychics there? Because you would have psychics on the dig in Ilvermorny. Be like, oh, really? A psionic sentient elephant? Wow. Okay. Okay. They freaked out. They might go, "Why would anybody polymorph potion themselves into an elephant?" (laughs) Well, that's the thing. See, the psychics would pick it up instantly. It'd be like automatic calming field. Nice. Okay. Basically, it'd yeah. just be the mellow out type thing, like you know. It's like okay. Yeah, but no, yeah, Morty would definitely be a lot more. I wouldn't say paranoid, but at the very least, they would be because you would have them. They they'd see be, that wind up, and then they'd be all ready to go. Right, mm-hmm. hence why there would definitely that, that be some comes, raised hackles. That comes yeah. through, and while the students are. Are keeping an eye on it. Professor sending a message to the other staff members, and then they all show up. Yeah, so you're getting so some high level. By the time, by the time the team actually comes through, the students have all been sent back inside. Yeah, you're going to get the heavy hitters the there. You're going to be getting the heavy hitters there, right. and like the higher level students are all going to be there. The master of protective spells, <laughs> sort of thing. I mean, they all have different masters for different classes. So, yeah, well, the I masters. Think it's also because they don't use a lot of high tech on this dig. The pictures that are taken, you might see your finger wigglers sitting there looking at these pictures and going, if I didn't know any better, I would say that they're using magic items to check out the portal because the panoramic view, they've undug the portal. It's an archaeological, it's a magic archaeological dig. Okay. And- and from the pictures I've seen, a uh, I've seen of the place, they definitely have gone for the gothic style. So it would have well, the it, big it has, stone arches going up 
overhead. Well, that, that, okay, that, that's that fine. I'm just what, picture of Elmer right. Morning on the wiki. So I'm yeah. saying, I'm just saying that. So if if the finger whittler were to see, oh yeah, it's um, yeah. So it looks like a magical archaeological dig. So he's going to want to have detect magic up right away before he goes through. He's going to walk through and he's going to see, you know, like you know, 10, 15, 20 people all pointing wands. The wands in and of themselves, are they magical or are they just conduits to help? The wands themselves? Yes. Um, the core always comes from a magical creature. Like a phoenix or a unicorn. Or a dragon. Or a dragon. Or a vela. Vela hair is confirmed as a wand core. So at their cores, they are... They have elements from I would, magical creatures, and in I, them. I, I but they also, don't radiate. I, they wouldn't radiate magic I also, per se. I think they would. They do, unless they have ongoing spell effects, like a unicorn horn. Yeah, they no, have that's ongoing. That's why they use magical. No, that's why they use elements. magical creatures. So it would. They would radiate as magical. It would. Okay, so because be... of the nature of its core, at the yeah. very least. I also figured out that wand wood mm-hmm. is always harvested from a tree that has bow truckles in it. They imbue the tree with a part of their own magic. So it would be a low-level effect. Basically, it's a magical conduit. They would yes. be like... It, it, yeah. it, it radiates as a magical focus, basically. Okay. They may not contain specific spells, but since they're built... From magical creatures. Magical materials, materials yeah. yes. They would ping, like a freaking ring would ping as magical. Well, that's because it's got a spell effect on it. That's why yeah. a ring would ping. These don't have spell yeah. effects on it. They're just stuff from magical creatures. Yeah. But at yeah. least... But anyways, the, the, the IDET wizard would be going, okay, they got wands. He's going to assume right off the bat they're probably either attack or defensive wands. So we're going to be having this stuff pointed at us. They know we're here. Yeah. We're coming through. We might as well just. And, and to be back. honest, because they don't know, they would probably the wizards would cover cover both sides of the portal. Oh yeah, they would be surrounding it all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. yeah, I would just. And they, and someone who's in the middle or late campaign would just look at that and go and look around and saying they've only got magic. He says these people. These people have no idea who they're dealing with. <laughs> they're very, yeah, they would consider them very. They would look to see. Okay, these guys look to be this early to mid twentieth century, maybe earlier, and they would deduce. Okay, so that means they might have revolvers at the very most. We've got automatic weapons. Yeah, there would be that. Well, if it's I, mid to late, yes. mid to early, early like campaign, they're carrying. They may be carrying um, Commonwealth items. They have no gas grenades. They have no sting balls. They have no drones. They have no, uh, you know, uh, bugs. They have no, um, you know, cameras that are in practically everything. They won't know to check my shoe for the C four pack. They're not, <laughs> they they don't know what a key gun is. I mean. The IDA team would definitely have the tech advantage, mm-hmm. but see, is, I I never discount the whole. They would be outnumbered. They're outnumbered. Out, I would also never discount the home court advantage. Oh, yeah. you are always the new guy. Hopefully, they're not going to be walking around in mass around them all the time. So, you know, I'm just saying though, is that you know, if they if if they do everything with magic and they don't use technology, then they're not got. They're not going to be prepared to identify, you know, some of the more surreptitious pieces of technology that explorers generally take with them. By this time, middle campaign at the very least, you're well into PL6. Oh, yeah. Earth Prime is already in PL6 by the time the middle campaign. That's even above what what this particular mundane world understands. Right. So you're going to be having just all sorts of new weapon applications and equipment applications like yeah yeah what what is it c4 in the shoe and the lace can be used as a fuse you know yeah and there's nothing stopping the team having that one bit of uh commonwealth gear they stowed away someplace and dug it out and they they brought along with them and it's like oh, yeah, pl7 or pl8 that yeah, I, that's what i'm yeah i i have no problem yeah. with that 
where you're going to have that one ultra tech item that you're just going to pull out and just totally. Well, it could be as, as little as simple as uh, Tremelin plastic. I mean, you know, you're wearing, you know, under, under, you know instead of having uh, ceramic inserts in your armor, you have Tremelin plastic inserts, but, which doesn't do, do a dang thing against a sleep spell. No, oh. Yeah. But, but on the other hand, okay. What, one bottle of Thorazine and we can empty out the uh, nut ward at, uh, 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 yeah, that's in Harry Potter's world. Yeah. Uh, the Janus Thickney ward. Yeah. So see, you got, yeah, it would be depending how you it really could... want to play this. I mean, if you're going to go where the, the IDET people, if they come in, hands up, okay, we see this, and your finger wiggler says, yeah, these guys are wizards. We're outnumbered. If those are all fireball and lightning bolts, we're done for. We yeah. we go in, we're nice, we're calm, we're not itchy trigger fingers because they will burn us to ash. I don't want to risk, you know, them all of those are lightning bolt ones. We go in cool, calm, and collected. We take the we take the diplomatic route. With right. This, one. this is technically would be a first combat or not first combat. First contact. First contact. It wouldn't really well, not. Because of how paranoid the witches and wizards are, I mean, they might just automatically launch off uh, Patrificus Totalis spells and then obliviate them. Yeah. Well, that would probably be really bad for them. Because they they would be doing that when they're half through the portal and the portal would go, Yeah, oh, Hello. yeah. <laughs> there goes half the day of staff. That, that would suck. Yeah. That would be a bad day for, you know... Yes, because the Tamilin understand magic. Yes, they Therefore, do. They that, not that, use it, but they quantified that, it down. Yeah. And they go, oh, yeah, the 100, D100, the, the, the 100 points of damage goes right through all your wards. Like, it's not even there. Yep. It's, it's more <laughs> a caution at best. Okay, we'll wait yeah. for them to come through. If they try anything funny once they're here, then we, then we knock them out. Yeah, if they're smart, I hate to say it. If, if, for assume if, we're going based off of this is that they want to find out where these portals go. Right. What's past yeah. that big portal at the end of the platform? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I would. One that came I, through one of their one of the portals under this world has come through that big portal on the platform. Yeah. They know what's no. out. Yeah, I mean, part of me is if I was if this was my team, send one guy through. He has a cable attached to the back of his belt, just in case, you know. Tug that, and we, tug that cable. If anything's bad, we will yank you through post haste. Yep. It, it also no, he can't. He has to turn around, and run back. If it's going, he's still transiting. That cable's still attached, and it's yeah. and it's transiting. He, he has to he has to turn around, and run back. Or he has a cab nine tails on. The cab nine tails is a backpack with small charges and, and cables. But see, John, that, that's a great idea if you got all the time in the world, because it only pulls you at one sixteenth of an inch per second. <laughs> it's not gonna yank you yeah, out of the It's mainly way. used if you're in the places where you step through and there is no floor, you know, and the uh, you fire off the cat nine tails to keep yourself from falling. <laughs> or when they see it come through, someone grabs the other end and then yeah. yanks you through. That's that's the other thing too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it basically you send one guy through, and if they shoot him, if they if they shoot him, the portal will shoot back at the person, not the entire group, but the person who shot him. Yeah, well, that's how I thought it was. Anyways, whoever fired yeah. the shot, they get hit back. Yeah. So the thing is, does the portal recognize magic attacks as a as a proper attack? It's still energy. Yeah, and and we did, and we just said the 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 know about magic, therefore they would they would count it as attack. So yes, yeah. it probably would fire off because so aggressive action. So yeah, yeah, it mm -hmm. it would be an aggressive uh, projectile going through while transiting. So yeah. yeah, whether it's a bullet or some time form of energy beam, yeah, it, undescript. Energy gets fired back at whoever shot them. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so a, a sleep spell would not be considered a, a, a an attack because it doesn't really hurt them. 
No, it's not. Neither would Petrificus Totalis. Which it is. It just petrifies you. Yeah, petrif- petrification spell. Stone of flesh or flesh of stone. No, yeah. that would be. No, that's just. No, wouldn't. That would not set off the. It doesn't. Yeah, you're not turned to stone. You're just basically frozen. No, it. That's whole it's, person. Yes. Petrificus That's Totalis what it would, be. would be considered, the closest thing would be considered whole person because it freezes you in spot. That's fine. That's yeah. not, it would not be considered attack though. Yeah. Therefore, Please. yeah, casting spells unless it is direct fireball, lightning bolt, cone of cold. Yeah, then, yeah. Right. Yeah. And of course, the, team, the team's watching your cable play out going, he's been in there for five minutes. What's going on, do you think? And all of a sudden, it starts moving faster. Okay, he's here walking away or he's being pulled away. <laughs> well, you could tell by how fast it's being pulled. The bets walk, run, or getting oh, pulled. If I was smart, I would put I would mark it every five feet with a, with a fluorescent you know, band so you, can t- so you can tell how fast it's moving. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go, yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Have we covered everything we wanted to cover on this, Pixie? Mm-hmm. I think so, in between the... Yeah. I mean, you know, we have diverse teams. I mean, I, I, the, of course, the opposite is, what if it's not a human team? What if we have a bunch of, uh, you know, Demixie? Oh, no, they would... <laughs> they, get sent, they get sent to the Dark Forest. What do you think? You know, Demixie Explorers or a bunch of Tazeals or what if a bunch of Key Cat come on through? <laughs> See, now to me, when I fir- when you first started talking about this, Trav, when you mentioned like there would be a portal near Hogwarts, I figured that's the place that they would be. It would be in the Dark Forest. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Forbidden Forest? Yeah. Right outside of Hogwarts. No, nope. <laughs> That's not... I hate to ask this question. Consider the vagueness of Hogwarts location. Okay, you answered my question before I asked it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the vagueness of its location. There are some nice mountains nearby. There are nice mountains nearby because it does mention there's a mountain. Yes, there's there's mountains near Hogsmeade, which is pretty much right next to Hogwarts. Which kind of puts it uh, north of Hadrian's Wall. It's very north of Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. Okay, so it's in the Highlands, which is yeah. Great. And considering how much snow they get, they're definitely they're definitely higher up in the latitudes. Yeah. So yeah, they they actually may actually be up in Scotland. They are in Scotland. They are in they're Scotland. Scottish yeah. Highlands. Yeah. Yeah. I want to reach through this computer screen and smack something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, we cover well, but, yeah, yeah, we cover that, but you know, so we did say, you know, we did cover the idea of them, you know, well, if we they if, if, from behind it coming through side of things. Oh well, yeah, that's... yeah. But also, there's I would imagine there'd be some research going on both sides. I mean, especially you know, we have a French worthy person here. We want to find out why you can go through and we can't. And that's if you got if you find someone that's French worthy. Well, no, you got the team no. coming through. If the team's willing to be studied, or at least. You know, they they probably have all sorts of spells. Well, they'll be studied. Oh, they'll be studied. They will be have every type of detection spell and divinatory spell cast on them. Yeah, and they'd be I looking mean, for not invasive scan. I mean, oh yeah. Do 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 the do the wizards <laughs> actually? Do the wizards actually understand scientific method? Yes. Good. That means they they want to have a team because then they can look for what's the same amongst all these people. The witches and wizards of the wizarding world don't nec- don't completely ignore everything in the Muggle world. Not okay. all of them do. Not all of them do. That, but yes, they'll take a look at the team and realize, okay, all these people are different. Only one of them's even a wizard to begin with. But There's all of them some, can come to that all portal. Of them can come that portal. Something. There has to be some similarity between them. And they'll start looking for that similarity. Yeah. Yeah. They'll which means the they'll be scryed to within an inch of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I might even suggest the D word. Dissection. Or in this case, it'd be the V word. Vivisection. 
No. They wouldn't do that. Do no, that. they wouldn't do that? Okay, That's good. creatures, they wouldn't do that. No. That's getting into Dark Lord territory. Ah, yeah. Good. It'd be, okay, Dark in this Lord case... Dark Lord has it, no problems tearing someone apart to... They'll do the magic version of the MR, MRI scan then to figure out what's going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. said all non-invasive type stuff. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. ways to read their minds, read their memories. Yeah. You have, like, Madame Pomfrey do all the tests. Yeah. <sighs> and if they have a crystal key with them, they would say, and this may, and, and especially if you have, especially if someone's a, 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 a tuned French worthy. would pick it up yeah. biotech as well. Yes. It's yeah. Like, would pick it up. Yes. Yeah, especially if one one of the French is is a a attuned fringe worthy. That is, he wasn't born fringe worthy. He was made fringe worthy by the crystal key handling it. Mm. <laughs> All right. I think at this point, yeah, we've kind of, yeah. as as Blix would say, killed the subject. So. Yeah, I think we have too. We bit bit okay. we've we beaten this hippogriff to death. Oh yeah. Hey, not Buckbeak. Uh, <laughs> okay. You leave Kiki alone. Okay. Don't make me call Grop. All right. Yeah. Let's let's put a topper on this one here. Okay. The concept of adding Harry Potter to a fringe-worthy mm-hmm. mega campaign offers great potential for exploring many avenues that you wouldn't, especially seeing how different forms of magic work. The popularity of the Harry Potter canon is amazing since, and I'm not belittling the Bible, but I've heard that the Harry Potter books have outsold the Bible. So we know how well known this particular fandom is. And, And that it is still expanding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because of the recent Fantastic Beasts film, because of the the play. The play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yes, that coming out. So it did not just end with the seven books, eight movies. That it, It's still growing. Yeah. And as we said, the information that we've given you as per this podcast is subject to change because both Pottermore and the Harry Potter wiki on wikia.com are subject to change due to new information that Ms. Rowling adds. Yeah. Stuff all the time. She adds new stuff every day. Yes. So, this was a thought experiment. If any of you listeners, players, and or GMs would like to pursue this track and keep going on it, we would like to know. Please contact us via fans of the TriTac Games podcast. Fringeworthy. I'm blanking on the name of the Fringeworthy page for Facebook, but it's there. Yes. It's late. We have our Google groups. We have the Podbean page itself from which you downloaded this podcast. The Yahoo groups, which I believe are still functional. Even it on iTunes, if you get it from there. Leave a comment. Let us know. Yeah, we tried, you know, Fringeworthy and Harry Potter. By all means, let us know. John monitors those forums religiously. He will let Pixie and I know. And if there you have any questions, we will help since, answer to the best of our ability, right? Since, uh, yes. If I can answer any questions, I will. Since all the fandom worlds we've done so far have mostly come from me i'm definitely interested in people playing feedback yeah yeah the feedback on this i want to see how this turns out yeah as i said we just did this as a thought experiment this was just something as i said scribble note in a binder while we were running and we just turned it into a two and a half hour taping yeah (laughs) so as far as Adding Fringeworthy 2, we will have more of them, and we will have another episode for you. But until then... This is Bruce Sheffer saying, there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying, keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Richard Tahoka. Wait till you see what's coming next. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers, this was the TriTech Games Podcast. You know the drill. 
It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be having your sorry butts, cause we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org, colon 8027.